the freedom of innocence. Freedom is a result of innocence. Innocence is the release of judgment. We would think judgment might be what we say about each other or other things in life, but it's far more than that. Frequently I use innocence, an analogy of a young boy who's gone into his backyard for the first time to see a butterfly. He doesn't know what it is and is fascinated by chasing it around the, the backyard, looking for what it might be, seeing the reflections of the sun against the colors of the wings, trying to understand how it floats in the air like it does. It's always been a wonderful analogy, and this last couple of weeks I found a new one that I love even more. found it on Facebook. It was a video of a young girl, oh, I don't know how old, but about this tall, that was outside and got caught in the rain, and she had never experienced rain before. And she was standing in the rain, laughing and dancing and playing in complete joy and fascination of not knowing what was happening because rain was falling out of the sky upon her and it brought her such laughter. Her mother tried to bring her in two or three times and she said, oh no, and she fought her mother to go outside to feel the freedom of not knowing, of not judging being caught in the rain without an umbrella. Because of her innocence, she was able to experience the fullness of that moment and all that it had to hold. Our judgment creates our perception. Our perception is this sort of garment of perception, this garment of our understanding, of our belief that we wear as the portrayal of who we are in the world. It's necessary. We live in traditional reality. We have to use our judgment to evaluate what's going on around us. But so often, we judge ourselves, and we judge others, and we judge the world and circumstances that are going on in such a way that we create separation, we create this distance, so to speak, through right and wrong. We wrap our perfection in our perception. In order for us to be able to experience who we truly are, we're all metaphysicians, we're all on a spiritual path, we're all seeking to find our spiritual truth. What is that? What is that? What that is, is remembering who we already are, which is the essence and energy of God. Call it source, call it spirit, call it the divine, call it all that is, call it the creator. It matters not. It is the true reflection of our heart and soul in the world. And its qualities are joy and beauty and peace and love. And they're all wrapped up in this idea we have of our perception that we've created through judgment. And so we clothe ourselves in that way as we make our way through life. And through the release of our judgment, we create a freedom, and within that freedom is the place that our soul can fulfill its purpose. In that freedom is the place where we can share our unconditional love. Because in that freedom... We've released our fear or our insecurities or our doubts or what we believe is good or bad or right or wrong for us and for others. It allows us to move and breathe and be more easily, 
who we naturally and truly are in the world. An untroubled mind, no longer seeking to consider what is right and what is wrong, a mind beyond judgments, watches and understands. Watches and understands. Seeker, empty the boat, lighten the load, be free of craving and judgment and hatred, and feel the joy of the way. Buddha. The joy of the way is the natural flow as you listen to Buddhism being shared of the childlike qualities of kindness, of compassion, of acceptance. This natural flow of who we already are happening because we allow that to be our expression. Our expression between and among each other. Our expression of the circumstances within our lives and the world. Now, I will stand here and share with you these ideals. For we are our soul expressed. We are the love of life. We are the love of loves. The love of God expressed every day. And yet we do. (laughs) We do encounter the turbulence and chaos that life has to offer at times. And it isn't so easy always to find that. But I'm here to remind you today that you have a choice. No matter what's going on, you always have salvation within you. The freedom from the bondage of self that's created by your own judgment of what you've come to believe must be or is. It's what creates what's between you and me if I'm holding it against you. It's what creates separation and duality in the world. We begin to look at how we see things and how we judge things. We can begin to create a softness and a gentleness while we're living within this conditional reality. Since it's necessary that judgment is a tool for us to evaluate and decide what is good for us or what we need to do or what's right, and it also becomes something that creates separation and duality, how do we balance the two of these out? It's always about balance. Guided by the flow of our own inspiration, our connection to source, to God, through love, love people day. Imagine trying to judge somebody while you're loving them. Might be challenging, depending on the definition of love you're using in the moment. Opening up into unconditional love, the nature of who we are, allows us to be in a state of freedom that creates a space between us, or between us and what's going on in the world, that has kind of a buffer of love, of inspiration of who we are. We're remembering that no matter what's going on. And that's what brings the influence to our own experience and through the law of attraction draws to us that same kind of circumstance or situation. We have the choice. We always do. I found it very interesting, although I keep calling him Chong on Sunam, they do this whole backwards thing in Hungary with names, and his name is actually Sunim. S-U-N-I-M. Every time I meet him, he says he introduces himself as Sunim, and I keep forgetting that those Hungarians switch their names around, so he was here Tuesday night, and we some of us had the opportunity to sit with him yesterday to learn about and experience Zen meditation. And in Zen, 
The idea is not to forsake our view of the world, not to eliminate it, not to push it away. In the meditation, there was a particular part of the technique that I thought was exceptional for me. I meditate with my eyes closed. In Zen meditation, you meditate with your eyes just partially open. If you haven't, I encourage you to do that. Because the engagement that you have with the world in that meditation is very different than turning into the darkness and the emptiness of self within. Since I normally meditate with my eyes closed, I had to work with the 30-minute segments of meditation to keep my eyes slightly open. And when I did, I felt the balance of my human being in the world and my spiritual being at the core of who I am. And it allowed me to bring my spirit to my world. And that's my whole point in this whole idea of judgment. We will judge. And if we're coming from a place of our highest self, our deepest self, our loving self, our judgments will look very different and create a completely different view or perception of who we are in the world and our relationship to others and our relationship to circumstances. Okay, so it's going to be really, really hard with Trump. But he's a good guy. He's doing what he needs to do. It's going to be a little bit difficult with politics sometimes and not judging it as being something working or not working, right or wrong. There are circumstances within the world. How can we imagine the the right of people perishing in a tsunami or of our waters looking like they do? It's about staying in that centered, focused place of who we are. In Matthew, it says, Truly I say to you, unless you turn to become like children, you will never enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever humbles himself like a child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is the freedom of being able to be who we are right here, right now. To experience the fullness of life with joy and peace and beauty and love. And why is children referenced in that scripture? Because children doesn't know any better. We do. (laughs) From the moment that a child begins to develop some kind of an understanding of how things are supposed to be, depending on how they're raised or the experience they have, they begin to do what we've done all our lives, created all these ideas and perceptions of how we believe things are supposed to be. But we can look to, to children as examples. The child chasing the butterfly in the backyard, the young girl dancing in the rain, just enjoying the absolute splendor of nature in that way, completely free. In that state of being, it's really challenging and difficult to create a negative or heavy or a separation between yourself and someone else. Love is the absence of judgment. The Dalai Lama. So it's a matter of being what you already are, allowing yourself to fall in love. Not the love that you give or receive, but the love that you are within, and allow your heart to open completely. And in that unconditional state of being, 
we see the world very differently. The Buddhists would have you look at love in a way that is releasing your attachment to the meaning of what things are so that you're in touch with the Buddha nature, which your soul fully expressed. Look at how you see the world. Look at how you judge each instance or circumstance. Look at how you look upon someone you pass that you don't know or someone you do know, family members, friends, your circumstances and situations. And notice how you feel when you see your judgment of them. And if it feels tense or it feels uncomfortable or it doesn't feel open and free, allow yourself to look again, but look from your heart, look from your soul, look from that place of freedom that you really are and watch how the reflection of that through your awareness makes your perceptions more transparent. They won't go away. We have to have a way to get through life. But it begins to have what you hold out there between you and others or you and the world become thinner and easier to see through and see what's behind it. What's behind it is your judgment. And so it's an opportunity to choose and discover how we really want to experience ourselves. The mental suffering you create is always some form of non-acceptance some form of unconscious resistance to what is. On the level of thought, the resistance is some form of judgment. The intensity of the suffering depends on the degree of the resistance to the present moment. Non-resistance, non-judgment, and non-attachment are the three aspects of true freedom and enlightened living, Eckhart Tolle. The topic is interesting. It creates openings for you to explore and discover your own view of yourself and how you relate to the world. But to simplify it, care for yourself and for others with your soul. Live with your heart. And doing those two things in any moment, you are set free into the innocence of your freedom, allowing you to be who you truly are, and making a difference not only within you, but in your relationships, in your interactions, and as a reflection of all that is that each and all are into the world. Make a difference by being the freedom of innocence. Thank you.